0: Hi, friends. Hello, hello. You're listening to I'm Sorry What the Podcast with Ashley Sleek. I'm sorry, what? It's just like I showed up at your front door, bottle of wine in hand with 30 minutes of juicy-ass gossip to talk about. Like, who doesn't want to do that? I'm sorry, what? We're just here to talk about all those moments that make you really question what's going on in life. Like, why are you hung up over Brad from Bumble? How did Kylie get pregnant again? And, you know, why are you living at home at the ripe age of 29? (laughs) Or is that just me? I'm sorry what? Hello, hello and welcome back to I'm sorry what the podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek and you know, more often than not I feel like I start the podcast telling you guys about my struggles with recording the podcast. And so here we go just starting that t- that, you know, that journey off easy here again is that, you know, I wasn't in the mood. <laughs> I was just like off, which then I was getting mad at myself. I was like, God, I feel like so many of these episodes I've been like feeling off and it's like annoying for me to talk about. But then I remind myself that that's like literally what depression is and anxiety. And it's like, yeah, no shit. We just like that's a part of the journey of having those two illnesses. It's like the same way I get these like random Crohn's flare ups and my stomach starts to hurt like my mind and my heart hurt sometimes. And that is anxiety and depression. And, you know, I'm not a professional in any way, shape or form, but feel free to um, enjoy this diagnosis I just gave everybody (laughs) about the definitions of anxiety and depression. So anyways, I was just like feeling off and I was like, that's annoying. And then so I went on a walk and I came back and I still tried to like write out the podcast and I was still like, eh. So then I was like, all right, like I had recorded and I was like, nah, this shit this shit's whack. Like, this is not good. Like, this is not money. This is not the fire content that everyone expects from the I'm sorry what podcast. So, um, can you tell him on TikTok with all those fucking terms I just dropped? Like, <laughs> ew. Anyways, so I was so then I started recording. I was like, this is garbage. So then I went and I was like, okay, I'm just gonna have dinner. I'll go like hang out with the fam in the living room. My mom's watching the news. Within five minutes of me being out there, I swear to God, four people died. Like it is, it, <laughs> I know this is how the news goes. People talk about this all the time. And yet it was still so jarring and so shocking because every story, I mean, granted, at least everybody's deaths were like unique. You know, it's not like everybody was like hit by a car. But damn, it was like a drowning, like someone missing in the ocean. Ocean swept up. That's what I'm talking about. The ocean is a scary fucking place. Everybody always talking to me about going on cruises and going to the beach. And I'm like, okay but no I will never go on a cruise if you see me on a cruise if you like see me posting on Instagram and I'm on a cruise I'm dead fucking serious like call somebody and make sure I wasn't kidnapped like no shit it's either that or I really fucking love the person I'm on that cruise with and even then like I just I genuinely can't imagine a situation in which I go on a cruise that might be the only time I say no to a bachelorette party. If your bachelorette party is on a cruise, don't even bother inviting me. I'm not fucking going. If I'm your maid of honor, oof. That's tough. That's a tough one. That's a very tough one because you know I'm a, I'm a bride pleaser. I'll do whatever the bride says, but like I mean I I do put my foot down on a couple things when I need to. But like, oh my god. I'm sorry. I'm I I I didn't mean for it to take a turn like this, but I just pictured a, a bride asking me to go on a cruise for a bachelorette party and I feel like my soul just got crushed you know like for my friend Aaron's like we're going on a boat and that was that's tough enough for me like I know the boat was a big deal to her and we're gonna do it I'm gonna do it because I love her but like you know that's a tough one the ocean is scary anyways I didn't know I was gonna have such a panic attack over the ocean today (sighs) this is what I'm getting at so many people died in my short amount like I went out there to get pumped for the podcast and I ended up hearing about someone like you know were they pushed or did they fall in front of the moving bus or like Cal like out here it's called Caltrans or whatever which or like I think it might have been BART I can't remember maybe it was BART but basically it's like your average subway or like you know train and you know like someone got hit by it were they pushed or did they jump fucking scary I, w- I have mentioned this several times that like when I used to take Bart to work I would never stand close to like the like like I wouldn't even want to be first in line which like you know is, is like key because it's like very hard to get a seat on those trains and I was like you want to be first but you also don't because I don't want to be too close to the platform for someone just to casually walk by and push me in Cause like that could happen and I can't risk it. So I'd like try to be the fifth person in line. So at least there's five other people to push before me. You know what I mean? So anyways, um, and then I think someone else got shot or something like that. It's just like, can we not? So then I was like, all right, I'm gonna do the podcast. We're gonna like chat. We're gonna be good. I'm not going to talk about everybody dying, but I did anyways. So anyways, we're moving on. We're not gonna talk about depressing shit anymore. I've got like very exciting news, um, to share. Cause I met my, my niece, Gigi, so excited. Little Miss Georgia, my best friends, Ryan and Julie had a baby and I finally got to meet her. I was so sad because like, you know, I needed to get my flu shot in order to meet her. And every freaking time I scheduled my flu shot, I like got sick, which, you know, you can't fuck with. So I didn't. I mean, including the last time, literally the day after I got COVID, I had a test scheduled and I was like, motherfucker, like, (laughs) So anyways, now I've got all my my shots and I got to meet her and she is so cute. And I talk about this because, well, I talk about this because I'm excited about it. But I want to say this, like there used to be a time in my life, right, where like I like don't even put a baby near me, right? I the idea of holding a baby was equal to the feelings that I just had about the cruise. It would give me. Such a panic attack, and I would be like, no, please. And my nightmare was being stuck in a situation where someone just handed me their kid. Let me let me preface by saying that is still a nightmare. Please don't randomly hand me a baby. Like, I'm not gonna react well. Because it all changed for me. Because I think I think I'm just picky. I don't know if I want to hold every kid. I don't know if I'm there yet. But my friend in Yella, I think I might have told the story before, but I'm not sure. But my friend in Yella, my friend Kevin, they had a baby. And I remember going to visit her and I was like, you know, like we're good on the whole like I don't have to hold your kid thing. Like we had already had this like we had a pre we had a pregame talk. You know, it was like I, I don't need to do this right. I walk in there and I was like, give me that kid. I'm Like give me that fucking baby. I want to hold that baby like Obviously, I didn't say it like that. I might have, honestly. I was like, um, I think I want to like hold her. And like we were all shocked because I like put my foot down. I was like, I'm not holding your kid. But like I, I held her and I loved it. I love she was so sweet, so cute. And I knew going and seeing Ryan and Julie's kid, I was like, no, I need to hold this baby. I have the blessing of being a part of Ryan and Julie's origin story with a relationship when I accidentally introduced them. And I just feel like, you know, they created a human being from that. And I could not wait to meet her. And I held her and it was just like she it was just everything. She's so cute and she's so expressive. She's going to have a little attitude. And I love that for us. Um, it, like, honestly, she's adorable because like babies. I've Oh, and I historically say this and I know I sound like an asshole, but not all babies are cute. They're just not. I'm sorry. Kids grow up and they're cute. But not all babies are cute. And like that baby is so freaking cute. So anyways, I just had the best little time with her. But then the problem was, is that I sent my mom a picture of me. And you know, she was like, you look like a natural. I'm like, how many times do I have to break your heart on this idea? Like I'm not, I reserve the right to change my mind if I ever want to shove a kid out of my vagina. But as far as right now, the answer is still no. So like, please do not get too hyped off this. Like I understand, but you know? Anywho, anywho. So she was so cute. I loved it. And it reminded me that I have not, I've yet to tell this story on the podcast. I think this is the hard part about having like memory loss too. And I know, I think I say this on a lot of episodes is like, I can't remember if I've already told stories before, but luckily for us, there's a fast forward button. So if I've already told the story, Skip right over it. And if you're new, then you're hearing it for the first time, anyways. And like, welcome. Hi, welcome to I'm Sorry with the Podcast. Where have you been? Thanks for joining us. We're on episode 83. Wild. Okay. Anyways. So when Julie was in labor, <laughs> she called me. She had Ryan call me because she was at, obviously in some pain, right? And she needed a distraction. And she was like, I know you've got drama in your life. Like, I know. You've got some sort of story. Please tell me and distract me. And I was like, this might be the single handed best call I've ever received in my life. First of all, you're in labor. That's so exciting. Second of all, as someone who's been your third wheel, your whole relationship, still feeling like I got to be a part of the labor process. Very important. It was like I was in the room, too. You know what I mean? And I was like, for me as a third wheel that's the peak that's the creme de la creme you know what I mean it's like when you when you're a third wheel you truly feel like you're a part of that relationship and the people in that relationship might not love that but you do you feel you feel like you're in it so the fact that like you know I got to feel like I was a part was so great and the bottom line of like I know you're a gossip queen tell me what the fuck happened and luckily I mean she called right after my my birthday party so I was like well of course I got the tea like let's spill it all day but I just love that so much and then um I think we were chatting about her about my uh highlight of 2021 podcast I talked about Gigi being born being like a highlight but even though I wasn't there she was like it kind of were and I was like uh yeah you're right and I loved every minute of it so anyways um I'm so excited for the auntie life. Um, it's funny because, you know, I know that we're, you know, we're best friends. And so, you know, some, some people like, you know, don't think that that's, that that's what an aunt is. But I grew up having, you know, my mom's college best friend be my aunt Kristen. So, um, And I love her very, very much. I know she listens to the podcast, so hey. Um, (laughs) And so it's kind of like this full circle moment because like Ryan and Julie are like my best friends from college. And so it's like such a such a crazy thing. And it's kind of like how I was feeling. I think I mentioned this um, on an episode two of like when I was driving down to see my Aunt Tiffany and my sister's pregnant, you know, and I was like, oh, my God, like I'm literally taking vacation to go see my aunt and I hope that my sister's kid when she's older is like I'm gonna take vacation to go see my aunt like that's kind of like I hope that I have the relationship with Gigi as she grows up that I have with my aunt Kristen and I hope with my sister's kid I have a similar relationship that I have with my aunt Tiffany and it's just kind of weird when you're like oh shit I'm like that age where I'm having like those relationships now so anyways I'm coming full circle and since I'm like in such a happy mood right you know so I had to like find well (laughs) I started this being like, I'm depressed. And now I'm like, I'm too happy. Anyways, so I went on Facebook because I was looking for an I'm sorry, what moment? So I was like, oh, nothing's going to piss me off more than some of these Facebook problems. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm, I, this is no shade to Facebook. I just, I rarely go on it. And um, it's nothing to do with the platform. You know, I just like, I have to be honest. I spend the majority of my time on TikTok these days. I, I don't know what to tell you. I don't want to tell you, I, I fucking love TikTok. I love it. It's like one of the reasons I don't watch that much TV and it doesn't bother me because I'm like, I can literally, I can see the highlights of euphoria on TikTok. And and I have control over like not having to watch everything. And I like that. So anyways, all of this is to say that like I popped on Facebook because I was like, oh, come on, there's got to be some angry ass like, um, you know, Gen Xers fighting on here or some shit, Right. And, um, and <laughs> I didn't find anything, by the way, but instead I was reminded I went to my memories because it like it popped up. I do love Facebook memories. Um, I think they're fun. I would like Snapchat to go the fuck away with their memories because I can't figure out how to erase old shit. And I'm like, hey. Don't care about that. But with Facebook, because I was able to clean house, like I only get memories that I, I think are funny. And I feel like um I got this one from back when I w- used to work at Chipotle. And this has actually come up a lot. Like just in a meeting today, I was talking about when I worked at Chipotle and I cried into someone's burrito, uh, which is factual. Basically, what happened was like I wasn't supposed to work. I want to say it was Christmas Eve. And like I wasn't supposed to work that day. And I came in in the morning because I, w- I was one of those people, you know, you know, how every restaurant's got those like couple bitches that like if you call them to come into work, like they're going to come like all the time. The amount of things that I missed coming. I, I mean, I used to seriously, I would get off of game. I would come to Chipotle in my lacrosse uniform and have to change in the bathroom and like go to work right now you can't fucking I took a walk and I was fucking tired like you couldn't pay me to do that kind of shit but anyways so I was always a person to be like yeah I'm coming in whatever so I come in on like Christmas Eve morning I want to say whenever it was and I mean the people I was supposed to come in and work grill, so I wasn't gonna have to interact with humans because like I came in I was in the moon but people were like putting just the most ratchet shit in their burritos and it's just like and I mean that in the way of it's one fucking tortilla you can clearly see that all this shit doesn't fit into it and so I'm trying to roll her burrito it's full of like just so much shit it's like double rice double means double meat like all the fucking guacamole in the world and I'm like oh my god and I said I think I'm gonna have to double wrap this which is what but I don't want the double wrapping I don't want the extra calories bitch what the fuck do you think is in that, like, goddamn steak you're eating? Are you, you quite literally asked me for another scoop of sour cream. The fuck are you going to care about health at this point? Like, really? And so anyways, so I'm trying to wrap it. And I, I, I kid you not. I literally started crying. Like, tears were in this bitch's burrito. That better have been the best burrito of her life. Because it was made with my straight up fucking crocodile tears. The worst. And then, okay, okay. Let me say this one too. I, you realize, like, I think that you can, I could spot a serial killer based off people's Chipotle orders. And I, I, and I don't say this lightly. I'm being dead fucking serious. This person came in, ordered a burrito, right? Black beans, which between the two, between the pinto and the black beans, those ones have a little bit more liquid. Hot salsa, which was the red one, right? No chunkies, Sour cream. That's it. Honey, that's soup. That's soup. Like, what? I'm trying to roll this and I'm like, are you sure you don't? Can, can we put rice there? Soak up some of the water? Also, how does that taste good to you? It was literally like dripping out and I was like, whatever. Like, you You just ordered sour cream hot bean soup. What the fuck? And listen, like, I know I'm super, like, I am an annoying ass eater because, like, I can't, like, I have to make modifications to literally everything I eat. And I, and I hate myself for it. Like, I really do. OK. And it's, it's it's so embarrassing. It's part of the reasons, like, added to a list of reasons, like, when I was dating and I was like, I don't want to go out to eat first. It's like, I don't want to do that because I look like a prissy fucking white bitch who's like, oh, I'm sorry. Can you please take the onions out of that? Like, nah. That's what I sound like. But it's like, I just really, I can't eat them. So especially Mexican restaurants, it's like, as if I'm not already the color of the fucking wall in there, right? It's like, I'm the whitest of the white. And then I roll into a Mexican restaurant and I'm like, hey, can I get a burrito with no guacamole, no salsa, no beans? I get it. You hate me. I hate me too. I, I completely understand. The disrespect is so real. I hear you, but like, I don't know what to tell you. Anyways, okay. I wasn't expecting this tangent. This is what I was going to say was that the picture that I saw that made me laugh so hard in my Facebook memories was of me and my coworkers from Chipotle. And it tagged this guy, Chris, I used to work with. And it was like, hey, Chris, remember when you called me the Beyonce of Chipotle? And I read that and I was like, you know, all year, I know 2020 hasn't been far, hasn't been long. Far. We're not far into it. It's fine. But I was like, I feel like I'm peaking. I feel like this is like I am one of my happiest I've ever been. I am surrounded by amazing friends. Like, you know, I am feeling better. I'm focusing on my health. I met this amazing guy. Whatever. (laughs) I feel good. I'm like, I'm peaking. But then I was like, shit. I was called the Beyonce of Chipotle. Did I already peak? I don't know if I've ever received a compliment that's that good. The Beyonce of Chipotle? The Beyoncé of the Roner Park Chipotle in Northern California, Sonoma County. How do I how do I get better at that? It's like George, um, you know, bestie of the podcast, often referred to himself as the Kim Kardashian of Sonoma County, but little did he know, standing right next to him was the Beyoncé of Chipotle. And like, no wonder we were such a powerhouse. No wonder When we went to a wedding together, we basically shut that shit down. Two powerhouses. So anyways, that just made me laugh really hard because I was like, (laughs) I fucking peaked. (laughs) Anyways, okay. So let's talk a little bit about um, question of the week because it's Valentine's Day next week and I know I talked a little bit about Valentine's Day last week and, um, you know, I... I have my feelings about the season. I, I I I've always I like Valentine's Day. I have no problems with it. I liked it single. I am excited to celebrate it with my parents this year. <laughs> I'm kind of doing a multi-day Valentine's Day celebration, actually. Which is not surprising. I mean, when you're the kind of person who celebrates your birthday for a whole month, like any season is an excuse for it to extend, right? So Thursday. I'm doing a little Valentine's Day with like my local girls who are in like the, um, you know, Livermore area. So we're gonna go out and just have wine on Thursday night and have fun. And then Friday I'll go down and spend Valentine's Day with Scotland, um, which I'll talk a little bit more about later. Um, and then on Saturday. Ryan and Julie are coming down because we spent Valentine's Day together last year. So we go to this brewery in Oakland or we went last year. Now I feel like it's going to be a tradition, right? Like it's got to be. So we we're going back there on Saturday and then on Monday, obviously Sunday's Super Bowl. And then on Monday, um... I told my parents I'm spending it with them. So, like, whatever they're doing, count me in. You know what I mean? So, um, anyways, I asked on (laughs) question of the week this week what you were doing for Valentine's Day. And just as a reminder, Valentine's Day is not limited to single people. As I said last year, and I'll say it again this year, self-love is the best part of Valentine's Day. Okay? So, I had a couple people who were going to be working on Monday I know. Same, same. Um, My favorite answer was sex, dot, dot, dot. I mean, I hope. Girl, me too for you. I mean, I had to go me too really fast because obviously, like I said, I'm spending it with my parents. So it's going to be a no for me. Um, (laughs) Also, okay, we got Thai food, um, dinner at home and binging Yellowstone with my hubby. We're hooked. Oh, my God. So every once in a while, and by every once in a while, I mean quite literally every fucking time I talk to Scotland, which is every day. OK, I disappoint him. I like break his soul because he'll like quote some show or quote some movie. And then he looks at me like the, it, the conversation goes exactly like this. I'm like, he'll quote something. And I just look at him. I'm like, haha. He's like, no, please tell me you've seen insert whatever cool movie show that he loves and i go no i haven't and he's like oh. and he just like he looks so disappointed in me and the thing is is that it hurts me and it kills me inside because i don't like when he looks at me like that i like when he looks at me like wow this is the most amazing girl i've ever seen in my entire life those are the looks i like not why the fuck am i with this bitch? she hasn't seen yellowstone Usually at some point he slips in a, you're lucky, you're cute, but I don't get those anymore. This is my message to him to say that more often when, when he looks at me like I just freaking kicked his dog because I don't, didn't watch Yellowstone. So anyways, I haven't seen the show, but I'm glad you're watching it. I'm glad you like it. Um, Okay. Cooking dinner and at home and watching movies. Also painting a couple rooms in the house. Adult couple goals, adult couple goals. Look at you do fucking painting and shit in your own house. oh love that for you. Um, respecting women by treating one woman special and not entertaining thoughts. <laughs> That's might be the best answer I got to this question. Yes. I'm so glad that for Valentine's Day, you are not going to cheat on the girl that you're talking to. That, you know, I I I wish for you that you would do that every day when you're in a relationship but I guess that's a little too much to ask so I guess if there's one day you're gonna like (laughs) try not to talk to other hoes I'm glad you chose Valentine's Day could have also chose her birthday but it's fine that's amazing um taco truck date with my love oh taco truck date That's fun. You know, I didn't even ask Scotland what we're doing. I know I'm going down to see him, but I didn't even ask him what our plans are. Those are like, well, this, I was going to say this is our first holiday together, but we all know that Thanksgiving was, so it's fine. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I didn't even ask plans. I'll have to ask him. Uh, sushi and champagne. Bougie, bitch. I love that. I love it so much. So I hope everybody has fun plans for this Valentine's Day. And don't forget, like I said, it's not just for relationships. But if you're in one, I hope you celebrate your guys' love together because I think it's really impressive. I think being in a relationship is really impressive. I think that, you know, it's, it's something that should be absolutely celebrated because you found someone that you are willingly wanting to spend your time with and putting effort into and all that fun stuff. So I don't know. I just, I I think you should celebrate your own love. That's coming from someone who loves love a lot. So I hope everyone has a wonderful Valentine's Day. I didn't even get that word out. It's fine. Um, I'm actually going to be, well, technically I'll be spending Valentine's Day with you all too since I record on Mondays. Um, but also don't forget question of the week comes out every Sunday or Monday, depending on when I have my shit together. So please make sure you're following me on Instagram at AshleySleek, Of course, Ashley with two E's and yeah, all that fun stuff. Okay, so... There's a few things happening in the celebrity world, one of which I'm going to save for my I'm sorry, what moment of the week, because it's worthy. Um, but Kylie and um, Travis had their baby on 2 And I'm just wondering if everybody else thinks that this isn't true. I'm just wondering if you guys think that she like paid the doctor to put that date down or if she was like paid a witch to make sure it happens on that day like it just seems a little too coincidental for a rich person like do you think she really had gay birth on 2222 or is it witchcraft is it paid for witchcraft you tell me also I just wanted to say I don't know why I thought this was important enough to talk about on the podcast but I wrote it down so I'm saying it um Adam Sandler and Jenna Aniston are going to be another movie together they're doing um murder mystery 2 and I liked the first one So I think that's just why I wanted to tell you all that. I loved it. I thought that was a great movie. So anyways, I don't know when it's gonna come out. I have no other details besides the fact that I was scrolling on Instagram and I was like, exciting. (laughs) As you know, I kicked off my 2022 by getting COVID, listen. It was, it was an interesting move on my part, but I did it anyways. And one of the best parts was I had to sit there and think about like all these things that I had to get done, right? But the one thing I didn't have to worry about was bread. I knew that no matter what, I at least could eat toast because my bread club was coming. And I really recommend, listen, nowadays we're going right back into isolation. You're not going to want to go out to the store. So why would you want to go? grocery shopping, sit around the bread area with all these hundreds of people trying to decide what bread to get when you could just get it delivered right to your door. The Keith giusto Bread Club is where it's at. I'm telling you, if you have a New Year's resolution to like be smarter, This is the way to do it, okay? You get, each month you get four different loaves. So you get two baguettes, a sourdough loaf, and then a surprise loaf, which I always think is so fun. And I have such a good time trying to figure out like what recipe I wanna use next. Like it's just the best. So I highly recommend that you get this bread club. You can sign up at kgbreadclub.com, plus you are going to get 50% off your first box just by using promo code SLEEK. You can find the whole link in my bio on Instagram at Ashley That's kgbreadclub.com or find the link at Ashley SLEEK on Instagram. For everyone who was so disappointed in me last week for absolutely failing on my wife trap, I have an update. I slayed. I cooked Dinner for Scotland and it was impeccable in my opinion. Okay. I wish that he I should have had him come on the podcast or I should have recorded his reaction. I totally forgot I was gonna do that. But I um as you know, in case you missed the last episode, I was supposed to go down and make Scotland dinner, and then I I got a little too drunk and I didn't and he had to he had to make me pizza. So I was like, okay, I'm not gonna fuck this up. Like, we've already fucked up. We're not going to do that this time. So we actually spent three nights together. This is the longest that we've spent, which was very exciting. So I came down Thursday. I worked from his place Friday. I stayed Friday night and then Saturday went up to Sonoma County and I came back and I stayed Saturday night too. So you got a lot of Ashley time, which you're welcome. I'm just kidding. I had a lot of Scotland time, which was very sad to leave and I didn't like it. I feel like when you get cuddles for that many days in a row and then you have to sleep alone, you're like, what the fuck is this? Like, meh. I mean, a part, like, of course, there's like parts of you that's like, oh my God, I get the whole bed to myself. I don't hate him yet. So that's the problem. Like, I'm sure eventually I'm going to be like, oh my God, thank God. Not now. Not now. Now I want cuddles and I'm pissed. I was pissed that they had to end. So, anyways, let me talk about dinner because I was like, she fucked up last time. And the funny thing was, is like, so I was driving, obviously, from Livermore down to San Jose and my call that day like I oh I usually get off work around four so I would get to San Jose around like five whatever I knew he was going to be home at like 7 15 so I was like I got this this is going to give me a lot of time to cook the perfect meal I was so I was going to go with the pasta and I was going to make my own sauce I was going to make my own meatballs you know I was like fucking I'm like I'm gonna wife trap this bitch right no I usually get off work, like I said, around four. I got off at like 4.45, like basically get in the car at 5 p.m. And I'm like, fuck, 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 fuck. So I'm like driving down there. I'm so stressed. And obviously, like, I don't know. It's not like I live there. So I don't know what the closest Trader Joe's is. And so he had told me, but like, I don't listen. Like I do, but it's just like when people give me directions, like you might as well be talking to a wall. Like, don't waste your time. If you're not going to just provide me an address, do not give me directions. I will forget about them. I won't listen. Which, so he was telling me directions and I was like, this is so sweet. I don't care. And then he was like, there's one across from the Mexican restaurant that you went to with your boss. And I was like, okay. So I map myself there and I'm like, at some point I'll just turn off the map and then I'll just turn it to the Trader Joe's. Which since I was like 10 minutes away, I figured, okay, we'll take me this one. No. It took me to one like two fucking cities away. And so I'm like all stressed out because I get there around like six o'clock or so. And I'm like, oh, my God, I wanted to have dinner. Like I, I had the picture in my head. Walks in the door. I'm in the kitchen. Dinner's ready. I'm looking all fucking hot and wifey. You know what I mean? Like it's being plated. It's all ready to go. So I had I had an image in my head and I wanted to portray it. So I go to Trader Joe's. I'm all panicked. I end up doing a like um caprese salad, basically, which and I, I, OK, <laughs> there are so many things that went wrong. I sprung for the heirloom tomatoes because they were green and yellow. And I thought that would look cuter. They were fucking moldy. And then Scotland points out that on the fucking box of them, it said 124. They were expired, but the top two ones were thankfully still good, so we like use them, and neither of us have died, so it's fine. So then, um, I made him still made him the pasta. I used the chicken garlic herb um, sausages from Trader Joe's because I was like, okay, like abandon the meatballs, and then I was like, abandon the fucking sauce. That's gonna take you too long. You're gonna get stressed. So I abandoned the sauce, and then I picked up some foca- focaccia bread. So yeah, I made a fucking like meal. Okay, I took pictures of it. Maybe I'll post it on Instagram. I have a TikTok of it, but I have to ask him, like, you know, because I was like, take it a TikTok in someone else's house. I should, like, get approval. So when he calls me later today, I'll ask him about it. But anyways, I completed the wife trap. I made him a full freaking meal. It was really good. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. So anyways, I just thought you guys would all be super excited because, like, I did it. Also, okay. so (laughs) when you stay at a boy's house for that long, I know that last episode I talked about like we we obviously had to talk about poop, but it's just like it's different. This is what it was was. You know how I was talking about like literally five minutes ago how you're like, oh, I can't wait for him like to be in my own bed or like a bed without him. So, you know, whatever. And I'm not there yet. But what I was there was where I was at. (laughs) Don't English. What I was ready for was for him to leave the house so I could poop and, like, have time. So, like, when he went to practice, I was literally on the phone with my boss and I was like, I'm so sorry. But I have this very small window that Scotland's going to be gone and I need to poop here. And so I got to, like, take a long, relaxing shit while he was away. (laughs) But you know what I'm talking about? It's kind of like when you're, like, you start dating somebody and... You're like at their place and you randomly have to run an errand, I believe. And I don't want to expose her. So I won't. But a friend of mine, their husband always talks about about how this happened to them where like she would always leave to go like shopping or whatever randomly in the day. And it was so she could take a poop like that's how I felt. I'm very comfortable with him and I can poop in front of him. But I did because I literally stay there for that many days Have Crohn's. So I poop multiple times. But it was just like the idea that I was alone and I could take my time. You know, it's fine. I just want to preface. I'm fine. I'm healthy. I can poop in front of him. But it's just different when you're alone. It's just different. So anyways, we're spending our, I guess, our first Valentine's Day. You know, I didn't even really ask. I, I'm going to be honest. I feel like I told on this one. I'll have to ask him because he always says, you know, I, I I've said this before, like, don't let the truth get in the way of a good story because sometimes I like lie on here, but I don't realize I'm doing it. It's that I just forget things. So like, I don't know, maybe maybe he did ask me to come down and spend Valentine's Day with him. Or maybe I told him we're spending Valentine's Day together on the 11th. Who knows? I'll I'll let you know next week. But you know what's so fucking annoying about him? This bitch doesn't like sweets so you know because it's like all right what do you do for like the first valentine's day present right like I got him something small something funny something I think he's gonna laugh at and enjoy and then you know obviously a cute card and I was like I'll put that all together with like some sort of like cupcakes or something because you know it's like new it's fresh whatever hates everything fucking hates everything I was like brownies cookies no so annoying so annoying it's like Why? Why are you like this? So anyways, I have another plan. I think it's going to be really cute. It's I have it in my head and I think I'm going to execute it. Well, I'm a a little concerned I won't. I'm a little concerned I won't, but I will definitely keep you guys updated on next episode because we'll spend it together. So um, I'm really excited to see how it goes. Uh, Still super happy. Blah, blah, blah. Listen to her. She's annoying. <laughs> but yes, we hit a big milestone spending that much time together and I enjoyed every minute of it, honestly. So that was really that was really nice. I'm sure I annoyed the shit out of him because I had to kick him out of his own like living room because usually on Fridays I don't have too many calls, but I literally that Friday I had meetings on meetings on meetings and he like just totally let me overtake his living room. I just want you to know that I was alone in the house and I still didn't fucking snoop so I stayed true on that that statement. That I wasn't being a snoopy snooper. <laughs> but now I want to, now that I know you like cleaned out everything. I'm like, I should have looked around, but I didn't also. Okay. No, I'm sorry. I forgot that I wanted to bring this up. Men put shit in the weirdest places in their kitchen. I was on the phone with Julie and I was like, what the fuck? Like, why is this in this cupboard? It just like, it was so, I don't know. It wasn't hard to find everything, but it's, it wasn't easy. And I was like, why are the, why is this one small drawer just have tinfoil in it? Like, what, what is that about? You know, (laughs) and then (laughs) I just think it's funny. I just think it's funny that like the way men do things. Also, I thought I broke his freaking dishwasher because like I was doing the dishes before I was leaving, continuing the wife trap, and I pulled out the dishwasher and it kind of like fell down a little bit and then I just I panicked and I thought I broke it and I felt so bad and I was like this guy I set off his I set off the smoke alarm when I was cooking which was also the one other thing I didn't want to do and I was like oh my god because I couldn't just like open the door because he has dogs and I was like if they run out if I not only am I burning down your apartment but I lost your fucking dogs the one night that you allowed me in here alone the panic. The panic. Okay. Anyways, I want to talk about my I'm sorry what moment of the week. And it's not going to surprise you because I bitch about this guy all the fucking time. But like I'm not done yet. Let's talk about Kanye West. This motherfucker. Listen, here's the deal. This is something I cannot. I absolutely cannot stand. I don't. I don't like when exes bash each other to begin with. Is it juicy? Absolutely. A part of me live for it. Sure. Once there's a kid involved. It's like, I can't even enjoy it. I can't even enjoy it. It's like, it gets to a point where you're like, okay, really though? And Kanye is just constantly bashing Kim, constantly. And I know I've already talked about this before, but it just bothers me so much that he's doing it so publicly. Like, listen, here's the difference. When two people who were like married in high school like got married right out of high school start posting passive aggressive shit about each other on Facebook juicy that's juicy that's the kind of couples fighting i'm into continue to make that shit public cuz there's people like me who are living for it right but when it's like there's a kid involved and it's pu- and it's public like that it's just nasty it's not na- i understand It's cannot be easy to co-parent, of course. But what I don't understand is like publicly shaming the other, knowing damn well that you're famous enough that your kid's going to grow up and see all that shit. It's just like it's so fucked. And God, I hate Kanye. Okay, so I'm going to read you the whole fucking shit, of course, because this is one of these things where like it came out and I literally (laughs) I like waited for Scotland to come home. I can't remember if he was just like in his room or where he was, but he like walked in the living room and I was like, have you heard the latest about Kim and Kanye? (laughs) And he's like, no, I haven't. I was like, oh, well, I literally sat with the article up because it was on Instagram. I didn't like even go back to Instagram and keep scrolling because I didn't want to lose it because I just like wanted to talk to him about it. So anyways, um, okay, so Kanye posted a screenshot of North and Kim's TikTok account, which, you know, they have a TikTok account together. Kim monitors it, blah, blah, blah. He said, I need to know what I should do about my daughter being put on TikTok against my will. Bitch, relax, okay? So Kim historically hasn't really said anything, right? She's been pretty quiet this whole time. So she gets on her Instagram and she says, Kanye's constant attacks on me in interviews and on social media is actually more hurtful than any TikTok North might create. As a parent who is the main provider and caregiver for our children, shade, Um, I am doing my best to protect our daughter while also allowing her to express her creativity in the medium that she wishes with adult supervision because it brings her happiness. Like hello then she continues and say says divorce is difficult enough on our children and kanye's obsession with trying to control and manipulate our situation so negatively and publicly is only causing further pain for all from the beginning i have wanted nothing but a healthy and supportive co-parenting relationship because it's what's best for our children and it saddens me that con Kanye continues to make it impossible every step of the way. I wish to handle all matters regarding our children privately and hopefully he can finally respond to the third attorney he has had in the last year to resolve any issues amicably. Bitch, she fucking lit lit his ass on fire. And then he said, what do you mean by main provider? I'm sorry, what? This, by the way, was the most fucking gaslight man response I know that I've talked about this several times I think Kanye is the ultimate gaslighter like fucking invented the term but what a fucking shitty man response that is the epitome of a guy who literally like you're expressing your feelings and all they hear is what they want to hear it doesn't matter that she's saying that like you're hurting me by making this public you know like she's basically saying what I just said like I'm sorry like our kids are gonna see this one day I'm trying to handle this behind closed doors he's like what do you mean You're the sole provider. I'm a sole provider. Isn't that one of his songs? It's kind of funny. I don't remember, honestly. Kanye, go fuck yourself. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just, it makes me so mad. It just makes, I don't know why. I don't know why. It's like, I mean, I've always had the Kardashians back, don't get me wrong. But like, I don't know why this situation makes me so mad. Maybe it's a Swifty in me. And by the way, if you are telling me that Taylor Swift's not sitting back and watching this shit, like could have had me Kim they've got to be friends now right like that's gonna come out at some point you don't think Taylor like sent her like a little sorry for your douchebag ex-husband kind of shit because you know Taylor's had some shitty exes in her her day too and I think she understands what it's like to be manipulated by a man so I feel like they're gonna end up being friends I think so but anyways I fucking can't With Kanye West and I'll die on this hill all day I don't I don't care if you don't think that however old North is that she should have a TikTok or not that's not the issue at hand the issue at hand is that Kanye is deciding to go public with all the his problems instead of like talking through a lawyer or doing it you know the right way to like of course from a celebrity gossip standpoint yeah sure it's good tea but it's like shut up it's because his only relevancy now is fucking this which i know i know is a statement i'm only making for my own opinion cuz this guy's headlining coachella so obviously he's still important but it's just like god i hate him i know hates a strong word but he drives me nuts anyways thank you so much for listening to i'm sorry with the podcast i love doing this i love talking to you guys every week giving you updates it's just it's the time of my life and i'm glad you know we Obviously, been through so much together. It's nice to be in such a good, positive um, mindset and be surrounded by all these healthy relationships that I'm in. And I just, um, I don't know. I'm just really grateful and happy. And I just want the same happiness for everybody. So you know, if you're in a situation where you don't feel happy, I just want you to know, like, get out and um, choose you and put yourself first. And I don't know. I love you. I love you. So you need to love you and all that jazz. And thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe and download. Um, Share this podcast with a friend. It's just girl chat. I feel like they would love it, right? (laughs) Okay, bye.